It is your Classic Metal Show right here on theclassicmetalshow.com. That is brand new music from a brand new band called Black Swan. The name of that song was The Rock That Rolled Away. That is from the Shake the World release. And on the line right now is the singer that's going to shake the world with this release. It is the one, the only, Mr. Robin McCauley. Robin, how are you, sir? Good morning, Classic Metal Show, and yes, we will shake the world and shake your day. So happy (laughs) Black Swan Wednesday, everybody. Exactly. Well, Robin, got to say, man, for for a project that I had no real inkling was coming, this is a really fun, great release, man. It's, you know, I've been, people have have been asking me what to compare this to, because they see all the names and and they know the bands that you guys are all from. And, and you can't really say, well, you know, it feels like docking with a little bit of MSG and, you know, some Mr. Bit. You can't say any of that stuff. This thing really has its own flavor. Do, do you agree? Yeah, that was kind of the plan because uh, when Jeff called me uh, um, and talked to me about uh, Frontiers wanting to do this record uh, with me and, and wanting to put me together with Red, um, I thought, mm, you know, I don't, I don't want more of the same. I really didn't want that. And I thought that's kind of what we would get. So, um, when we got together and started to, uh, do some wood chipping and carving and all of that sort of stuff, we, um, it never at any point right from the beginning took any of the former formats. And, uh, we didn't really think too much about it other than the fact that it, it was a new project, didn't have a name, of course. Uh, we, uh, Jeff didn't want to play bass initially, and Reb and I sort of took him into the woodshed and beat the crap out of him <laughs> so that he would play bass. <laughs> and uh, he basically wanted to sit back and do the production slash uh, engineering, of which is amazing. Sure. Um, and I've told other people uh, to date that in everything that I personally have recorded or, or had my name on, been fortunate enough to have my name on, I think this is this is my most favorite. It's the best produced record um, I've ever heard my voice being uh, cut on, and and uh, I love it. It's a great project. It took shape uh, fairly easily, and Rev is just uh, he's off the hook, dude. He's just uh, oh, yeah. he's on ten. So so is Jeff and. And he's playing just some amazing shit. And uh, when we brought Matt in to put the icing on the cake, it it just it just took on a life of its own. And uh, yeah, um, we 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 will shake the world in some way or another. <laughs> <laughs> no question. Well, and, and, and you know, you brought it up, but if the talent wise is off the off the chain as far as you know all four of you guys are are really seriously talented guys and the the unique thing is i think all four of you guys are are arguably four of the under most underrated guys at your individual positions you know within the industry you know, there, there's always the big names that are named as the great great guitar players, the great singers, and whatnot. And you guys are always like, maybe not in the conversation, but it's because none of you guys have done any of the, you know, the stupid stuff that yeah. gets people attention. Yeah, well, there's always that. You know, um, you can't uh, you can't do what you do and worry about it too much. Sure. You know, um, 
we'll just continue to do, at least I will continue to do with what, what I know how to do best. Um, I'm very fortunate. Uh, I'm, I'm blessed to uh, have been able to work with your Red Beach, you know, or your Doug Aldridge or, or, or your Jeff Pilsen and, and, and continue to do so um, at whatever level. Mm-hmm. Um, what means most to me is that I, I am presented with that opportunity to begin with. And, um, you know, here was an, an amazing opportunity given me by Frontiers Records. They'd wanted to do something with me before, um, all of maybe about two years ago. And I got crazy busy with Schenkerfest. And as you know, I do the rock vault here in Vegas you sure. know, five nights a week. So time is time's, uh, time's limited, to say the least, especially when you start considering how am I ever going to get the time to physically write lyrics, melodies, put a whole album together and all the rest that goes with it, you know? Sure. Um, that all said, um, you know, uh, the timing wasn't right a couple of years ago. Um, I was really busy with Shanker, busy here uh, in Vegas, uh, which I still am. But the opportunity was then presented to start writing with Reb and nobody really knew what was going to come out of it. And um, when we had, you know, Jeff was laying down all of the guide bass parts and, um, there was no point in getting another bass player who could do it even remotely close to as well as he can do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's got a very unique Jeff Pilks and this is me playing bass. And it's just, you know, when you get into his production and his engineering, you're going, oh, shit, this guy's got way too much talent. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I've known Jeff. Jeff and I have an amazing, we have a really long history together. So we had that great camaraderie to begin with. You know, Red comes in and it's just he's screaming guitars and he's so melodic and yet it's it's got a bite, you know. Sure. And and um, so we just went for it. Uh, ironically enough, when when they sent me some music and I came back into the studio and we got together, first song that we actually wrote was Big Disaster and we I remember Red laughing and him going, "Well, probably not the best title for a new project." <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, and uh, of course he was right. And then I, I got sick as a pig a couple of weeks ago with this stupid infection that came out of nowhere. And then everybody is thinking that it's some kind of publicity stunt. You know, here comes Big Disaster as the second <laughs> single and the Macaulay's down and out. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it, it wasn't planned, I can tell you. It was it was a vicious little bastard that just came out of nowhere, you know. Right. I've never even heard of sepsis before. But anyway, I'm feeling great. I'm back at Rock Vault. Um really excited about uh this record dropping on february 14th you know no question and two singles deep already and you know how singles are these days mm-hmm. but the response has been to say the least absolutely amazing sure so, um I'm, I'm in a very happy place it's it's great i love the record i just i just i'm very proud of this it's terrific sure now, and now, thanks for talking to me, by the way. Oh, no problem, man. Well, well, Robin, you know, um, you know, before we get back to Black Swan, I do want to talk about the Rock Vault a little bit. I know you do it with a with a very good friend of mine, uh, John Bazaha from the Babies, and of course, and yes. you know, he he raves about how much fun this thing is. You know, he he constantly tells talks of how much fun it is. I'm curious for you as well. Do you? Is it a labor of love that just happens to also be very successful? Because it seems like, you know, Paul Shortino told me the same thing, that he loves doing it as well. It really seems like it's a really fun thing for all of you guys. Well, you know, um, um, 
you know, I spoke a bit ago about, about, you know, when you have an opportunity to work with people mm-hmm. like Red Beach and, and, and Jeff Pilson and sure. Matt Starr and, and, people, and, you know, as you said, you know, maybe not top of the, of the tree when it comes to name dropping. Um, I don't care about that. Right. It's not my concern. I, I don't strive for that sort of stuff. Um, then you come to Rock Vault, which started out as, as a, um, you know, some people in the very beginning, I can tell you, Chris, you know, we're going, oh, well, it's a tribute band. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where can this go? Sure. Um, the difference being that um, our very first show- showcase was like two hours and 40 minutes with, with, a, with a short break interval. And when we got the opportunity to come into Vegas, you know, we're, we're up there on stage with Doug Aldridge, Tracy Guns, right. Howard Leith, Jay Shellen. And as, as the list continued, now we have uh, uh, Hugh McDonald in the mix. So we have Hugh and, and, and Howard together, two Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. You know, we had Andrew Freeman. We have Paul Tortino, Mark Bowles, John Bishaha, Johnny Solinger, um, Paul Johnson that comes out of uh, uh, the old Rock of Ages. Sure. Um, Phil Suzanne on bass. Um, oh, God. Michael T. Ross on keys. We have... Two amazing girl singers with uh, Sean Coy that's uh, just been out with Dweezil Zappa and also right. with Meatloaf. And then we have another phenomenal singer, Megan Ruger, that came from The Voice. And it is, it's just dripping with talent. And so it's a massive project. You walk out with eight, ten people every night. It's, it's a revolving door sometimes because of our other schedules. Right. And how could you not have fun? Plus, I think the key element is that yes, while we are uh, essentially doing cover songs, you know, other people's music, mm-hmm. they are classic rock songs and Rock Vault has always prided itself uh, very much on the fact that what we do, apart from the singers, because our, our job as singers is basically, we're like a vehicle, basically, for the music to pass through. So... You know, if you expect to hear Robert Plant or Paul Rogers, you're going to get our version of it. But mm-hmm. that's why we mix it up with singers so that we can we can we can swap off each other, bounce off each other. But the music is almost note for note to the original recording, and that's right. one of the key elements. So people go, "Oh my God, it sounds just like the record." It's because it does sound like the record, and people have a blast. It's an all ages thing. We're going into our seventh year, wow. Chris, with almost almost 1,500 shows under our belt. So if we did something wrong, we didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Definitely right? not. And people, people knocked the crap out of us in the beginning. Sure. And we're very negative. And mostly, mostly, dare I say it, from musicians who themselves were not working, right? Mm-hmm. So there was that sort of little, little tinge of envy going on, going, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, this will never work, man. You know, right. I've seen this before. <laughs> well, here we are going into year seven. And uh, we've been voted best of in our category in Vegas for the last six years. First band, actually. Right. First show that's ever actually accomplished that. Wow. And again, at whatever level you choose to put us into. Sure. You know, we are there at that level. And, and we're very happy about it. And and we'll continue to uh, just do what we do. We have, you know, it's completely 100% live. Right. There's a lot of shows that I cannot say the same for. Sure. But what you get and what you hear is is is, is just 
night after night, and we perform five nights a week. Of course, it's difficult to keep that consistency, but you know, it's a different audience every night. So it's easy to sort of keep the energy level pretty constant because we have a, a, a different criteria, if you will, mm-hmm. every night. We walk out, we have new faces, and it's like a brand new show every night. So voila. You sure. Know? Is, is it is it for for someone like you that has such a such a clean and and diverse voice? Is it hard to to maintain that schedule? You know, because obviously, I mean, there's a lot of your contemporaries that you came up with that can't even come close to what they used to do in the heyday. You still sound pretty spot on from you know the earliest MSG stuff and you know all the way yeah, through. Well. Um, you know, I can't speak for other people, obviously. Um, sure. And 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 everybody, you know, is very quick to criticize the guy who is not the guy that he used to be. Sure. But we 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 age. That's just a fact of life. We age, and in the midst of that, Chris, it really depends on the individual. You know, if you want to, I'm a real stickler. You know, you're talking again, just bringing it up one more time about you know. You're not that. Mine is not a name that gets dropped in a in a, in a higher echelon conversation, but I take care of the fact that I love what I do. Mm-hmm. I take care of the fact that I want to continue to do it for as long as I can do it. Sure. And I'm 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 stubborn. I'm Irish, and I have a fierce pride when it comes to I don't want to I don't want to come out there and be and lose the dignity of the whole performance. Right. Because. I think that's I think that's nasty, and I think I personally will know. You know, the night I walk out there and going, dude, you sound like shit. Goodbye, see ya. Right. You know, and I don't want to walk out there, and I, I'm I'm so proud. I don't want people going, oh my god, dude. Doesn't anybody tell him? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And and I don't want to be that guy. And I think it's uh, the responsibility, may I say, sure, of every singer. Um, Sorry, it's the responsibility of every singer to to maintain a certain quality of live performance. Um, I'm lucky enough to to pretty much still have the pipes in good shape, and and I intend to keep them that way. So as long as I can keep doing it, and people, you know, don't uh, hide in a corner when I walk out on stage, I guess I'm okay. (laughs) Exactly. Well, well, Robin, let's, let's, let's talk about one of the songs that really jumps out from black Swan. They're, They're all, they're all solid. If you're a fan of classic metal, classic hard rock, you you'll love the record, but the one that really jumped out at me and I've gone back and listened to it a bunch of times. It's more lyrical than even musical. The, The music's good as well is the song Johnny came marching which really ah. takes a lot of aim at a lot of it, you like kind of meshed a lot of hot button topics of today all into one song. So talk about that a little bit. Cause it's a, it's a unique song to the rest of the record. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, Jeff said, I, I'm going to send you something that Reb and I took together last night and, and see what you think. Okay. And, um, I had just come back from, uh, uh, Shankerfest European tour. Sure. And um, I think I was, we were actually in Poland and um, one of my sons, my son Casey actually, who's a killer guitar player um, and also sings backups on a couple of the tracks actually okay. on the record because 
I went, he said, can I come to the studio with you, Dad? And I went, sure you can. So he came, got a sweet whiff, and I went, yeah, you want to sing some backups? And he's got a really, really high, high, powerful voice. So um, Jeff stuck him on a couple of tracks. But the point in case here is um, while I was away, he had been to the Borderline Grill in Thousand Oaks. Okay. Um, the, the, the week that I was in Poland, and that's where that terrible massacre took place. Right. 12 college kids were shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it freaked me out because he had been there the Thursday beforehand Oof. and he was like about 10 minutes away from being at the venue a sec- on that particular awful disastrous night. Right. And um, it freaked me out. And so when Jeff sent me the music, it sort of was playing heavy on me, you know, the, okay. the, 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 the the unfortunate Marine, the soldier that comes home from active duty. And unfortunately we see so much of it. And it, 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 it was a heavy influence on me. And I went, I just, I just had to write about it, you know? And mm-hmm. so I used the, 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 the title when Johnny comes marching home, you know, it just, things just weren't the same as when he left and he was in a different place and a different mind. And, you know, he was an upset and very disgruntled with, with what he sees. So, you know, he he took action, right or wrong, and unfortunately, we don't we do not take good care of of our soldiers that come home from active duty. And when I say soldiers, they're kids. Sure, they're just kids, man. They're they're eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two, and and they're seeing you know they're seeing crazy seeing stuff, some yeah. awful shit at exactly. that stage of their lives, and they're not properly um, counseled acclimated and and you know just back into what back into reality which mm-hmm. is not how it was when they left you know there was a statistic uh, some years ago in california that um a lot of soldiers I, I believe that came out of camp pendleton you know they'd come back from active duty and they'd buy these high-speed you know uh motorcycles sure. hit the freeways hit the freeways for a quick rush or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and most of the, the, the uh, fatalities on motorcycles were, were soldiers that came home from active duty. Think about that one. Oh yeah. So anyway, that's, that's kind of where the idea uh, of Johnny came marching home. I went, yeah, I have to write about it. And uh, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty deep in the lyrical content. You know, a lot of moms and dads lost their kids. Sure. Um, um, to 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 someone who himself um, was lost, mm-hmm. you know, in his own mind, sure. and and it's it's a major it's a major problem. I'm not politically minded, but you know, I, there you have it. That's no. really well, yeah. influence. And, 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 and song, you can't you, know? you can't help but you know consider it at least you know, especially you know no. when you when you read yeah. it. I mean, that's you know you can't yeah. write every. Like my own my own son my own son was like. 10 minutes yeah. uh, away from being there. In actual fact, you know, he, he does a part-time job and he actually got called in unexpectedly. Mm. And so he turned around and, and, and uh, went to his part-time job and there by the grace of God, I was, I was blessed with, with still having him, you know, yeah, no question. And it, it could have been very different. So it, it weighed pretty heavily on me. Sure. You know? No, it sounds like it. Well, well, Robin, um, you know, with Black Swan, you know, it, it's it's obviously an all-star band. 
uh, you know, you guys all do have quote unquote day jobs as well with your, with other <laughs> acts, you know, is there going to be any opportunity to, you know, play a few shows or some shows or take well, it on the road? The million dollar question and the million dollar answer is that ideally, of course, I want that answer to be yes, because, sure. because while it is a, a, uh, a project per se, mm-hmm. um, and Reb is crazy with, with White Snake, and then if not that winger and Jeff, of course, with, with you know, Foreigner. Um, and Foreigner actually just took up a residency here in Vegas, too. Mm. Um, and Matt's schedule, I have a very crazy schedule this year with Schenker. I leave for Japan um, early March, and then we have Europe um, immediately afterwards. So um, I hope we can. Chris. Okay. Um, I, I, I really hope, I hope that there is a, uh, you know, a break in the weather somewhere. <laughs> right. And that, and that we can do a bunch of, a bunch of shows and get this stuff out onto the stage and, and have fun with it and, and let people hear it. I guess, uh, um, the real answer is that it's when this thing drops on, on the February the 14th, which is just, uh, you know, yeah, next week. a week away Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, however, the response is, hopefully it'll be good might uh dictate what what we will do with it sure. you know then if there's a, you know how it is if promoters yep. go dude gotta get this out mm. or they go this is this sounds like shit forget it you know right so th- there's a lot of there's a lot of that you know if mm-hmm. the interest is there i'm sure i'm sure somebody's going to go we gotta we gotta get this while the strike while the iron's hot so right hopefully that will be the case you know mm-hmm. no question hopefully well, Robin, before before we wrap this one up, I wanted to tell you a quick story about seeing you and see if you remember this at all. Um, I saw you at Clay's Park in Ohio when you were with oh, Survivor. And, oh, and, and it was a great show. I mean, you know, not to get into the whole Survivor thing, but I thought you did an excellent job with Survivor. I mean, it was, you were spot on well, covering you. both. You know, it's, it- it's a great catalog of material. So, right. Um, but it's not the um, easiest to sing. Fill. It's not the easiest to big sing because two, you have two yeah. two different styled vocalists that, that are the mainstays. You know, so you did a great yeah. job. But yeah. I'm, I, I, the one thing I wanted to see if you remember, and you may or you may not, but you acknowledged him from the stage. There was a guy at this show, and it was all muddy, and like <laughs> it, was a, it was not the, the best circumstance for a show. No, but there was a guy with a parrot and he had a parrot on his shoulder and the (laughs) parrot was dancing around and you kept coming over and like pointing at the parrot and bobbing your head and the parrot was bobbing its head to you. Do you remember this at all? I do not. I wish I did because that sounds like a hoot. Right. <laughs> it was. Did the parrot sing, or did the parrot at least try to do some backup vocals? <laughs> it, no, it was. It was. It was kind of keeping track of like the beat, and it was bouncing on the guy's shoulder, and oh, you you funny. noticed it, so you came over and you were like shaking your finger at the parrot to the beat. It was the funniest oh, thing, man. And oh, that's great. <laughs> That's, um, I wish, uh, oh, it's a shame there isn't a photo of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was a, that was definitely a long time ago, but I was just curious if you remember that. I try to entertain that. everybody, you know, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somehow the parrot got in there, whether it was a paid admission or not, he needed to be entertained. <laughs> 
you know, if if that's my audience, so be it. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're big with the bird population, Robin. I'm big with the birds. <laughs> hence, well, you know, there you go. And now we have black swans, so I, I yeah. do love my quince feathered friend. <laughs> right, and hence the name Robin. Are they right? Right? Tweet, tweet. There you go. Nice. Well, Robin, the new record is called Shake the World. It is the band is called Black Swan. And uh, as a tradition on the show, man, as you know, we always have the artist pick a closing track from the record and maybe tell us a quick story about it to wrap the interview up. All right. Um, Oh, God. I'd love to tell you what the next single is, but I can't do that. Um, um, You know, there's, there's so many great tracks on there so you know since you picked um since you picked when johnny comes marching home um i'm going to stick with that because it it hit pretty close to home for me um yes there's other songs but uh i would pick i would pick that as one of my faves there is one other one actually there's a great story behind it because when the guy sent me some music i kept hearing this uh this wolf howl and i came back to reb and he goes what are you talking about? What wolf? And I'm going right here when you played this on the guitar. And he goes, oh, dude, I never heard that before. So it became Immortal Soul. Okay. <laughs> One of my personal favorite tracks on the record. So maybe you can just, since we talked about Johnny Goes Marching Home, you can go to Immortal Souls. Right. Um, I'm big on vampires. Big on vampires. Cool. I, heard, I heard this wolf sound, and I completely structured the whole song about, uh, about vampires. Very cool. And that's really what it is. And nice. if you listen to it, you'll pick it up. Then you'll go, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I'll so tell you what. There's, we'll, there's, uh, there's my vampire side. Perfect. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do, Robin. We'll play Immortal Souls, and then we'll back it with Johnny K. Marching, and that way people can hear them both. How's that? That's killer, dude. You're awesome, man. Thank you so much. All right. Well, let's check them out right now. This is brand new music from Black Swan right here on your classic metal show. <laughs> 